right. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is Spiritual Advisory Podcast with Marcus and Myra. So we are jumping into a hot, hot topic, gratitude. What does it mean to you? How can we be more just thankful in everyday life situations, even when we're going to the thick of it? And what level of maturity, spiritual maturity, better to say, does gratitude take? Uh, so Myra, what does gratitude mean to you? Like, like in some words, gratitude, I'm not, so I'm not going to give a super in-depth, um, (laughs) definition of it. I'm going to give, I mean, kind of give like a beginner definition and then like a long haul, you've been in this for a minute type definition. So (laughs) a beginner definition will be faking until you make it, Mm -hmm. meaning you may not know what you're grateful for but just get up and say thank you for being alive even if that's all you can think about at the time Mm -hmm. just say that just start with that Mm -hmm. and you'll start noticing that every day there's something else that may come up that you're grateful for and then something else and then you'll just be filled with this overwhelming type of joyous feeling of gratitude and just happiness of just being alive and being aware For the long callers, (laughs) um, the people that, you know, have been, you know, their path to fake it till you make a stage, um, gratitude means you give thanks every day, regardless of what's happening. You mean that wholeheartedly. You may have moments where you think, why, what is this happening for? Never why is this happening to me, but what is this happening for? What, What lesson am I supposed to get from this? So you know, you, you thank God in advance for this lesson that you're learning, even if, even if at the time you don't understand it, because clarity is going to come afterwards and you're going to get it. Um, just be persistent in that every single day. And I don't know, like for me, when, when I say, you know, when I give my gratitude, uh, prayers, like I told you uh, before about the lighting of the candle, um, my life could literally feel like it's, burning in flames and I'm still going to do it every single day. And, um, I could be tired. I could be stressed. I could, it doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm still grateful. Yeah. Staying consistent. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, to, to, to kind of backtrack a tad bit. Cause I, cause I like the mention that you said how it's like, it's thankful, even if you have to fake it to make it, it's thankful, even like when you don't have clarity on the issue or the problem at hand. Mm -hmm. For me, gratitude is definitely like, it's a, it's an attitude. It's a, it's a state of awareness. It's a state of mind. It's, um, it's being conscious to the point of knowing that you have things, you have uh, situations, you have um, all of these occurrences going on in your life, but you still have that grounded center to be thankful for any and everything. I know that, I know that was something that like, especially when I really first was, you know, writing and getting into the publications of my book series, that was something like that. I always wrote, like, I thank God for all things because God is everything to me. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm going through troubles or tribulations or what be you. It's like, I'm going to be thankful irregardless because it's like, I know that I don't have to be put in this position. I don't have to be put in this life, you know, and 
there are things going on, there are things happening, but that doesn't have to shake me to a point where I can't find some kind of gratitude or be thankful in that moment. So how would you say that you have, that you express gratitude in like an everyday type of situation? Like, do you have any practices? Do you have any, like, what what is, I guess, like your routine or what do you do or how do you just express your gratitude in, in an everyday sense? Mm-hmm. Like going through things and when everything is going great, like mm-hmm. both scenarios. That's a really good question. I think, I think for myself in particular, because yeah, I know we were kind of discussing a tab bit earlier pre-recording, but we all do express gratitude in different ways. And I think that's a miraculous thing. But personally for me, sometimes there's just moments of reflection. Like uh, I'm typically a very, very quiet person. And a lot of people don't know what's going on in the inner workings of my mind or conscience. But sometimes, especially during those like very reflective times, like I'm thinking like, man, you know, you know, thank God for all those times that I was, you know, safe in unforeseen or foreseen danger, um, you know, reflecting on points that have happened in my life. And sometimes I think the biggest thing that I'm practicing now is kind of showing my gratitude through kindness to other people, um, especially in the sense like when a lot of people don't have patience nowadays. And I'm not a patient person, but that's something that I've been working on is to be a tad bit more patient. A lot of people always try to comment and say that I have this old man energy. (laughs) (laughs) But, (laughs) But it's like, yeah, I think sometimes the greatest show of gratitude is by granting it and and granting kindness to other people because that's something that you can do on a daily and it just kind of becomes like in the subconscious of your mind like hey you know I don't I didn't even think about being kind to this person and they just mentioned wow you were really kind to me and um I, I think I think that's a tad bit of a practice and definitely reflection. And, um, you know, those moments where I do conversate and pray with God, like, yeah, I do say thank you. And um, I try to keep my conversations with God and, you know, the universe to a conversation to where it's like I'm just speaking freely. And it's not like a so solilo- soliloquy kind of prayer or you know, but it's just, um, it's just earnest and it's just, uh, feels free. And it feels like releasing in a sense of those troubles and those worries. So I think there's a form of gratitude in that just kind of being earnest. Well, how about you? So for me, it's a combination of both of what you said, like everyday actions, like kindness. Um, mind is more like, I love the ability to be able to give to people, so the more I have, the more I give. Um, and that's like an everyday thing. Um, and I just feel so incredibly blessed when I'm able to help other people. Like just like, I think it was like last week or something like that, or a week before last. Yeah, it was week before last. I was, um, I was at a store and it started raining and it was like this homeless guy and like um he he was a homeless vet and he was riding on this bike and he had asked me if I had some change and I like I'm a person that never carries cash like ever 
Um, but I remember that I had went to go vacuum my car like a couple of days prior. And so I had like all, I had like this jug of change in my car. Mm-hmm. So as he started to ride away, cause I was like, I'm sorry, I don't have any, you know, like any cash. Um, I was like, hold on, hold on, wait. And I gave him the whole jar of cash. I just like took out like a couple of quarters that I needed <laughs> to like get air in my tire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, um, he was telling me like how he lived in a tent and, you know, just like his story and stuff. And I had camping gear in the back of my trunk. So I just gave him my whole sleeping bag and the pillow. And um, I was going into this, another store and I was like, you want me to get you something to eat? And he was like, no, no, you did like more than enough. I can't take anything else from you. He was like, mm-hmm. what are you going to give me your car next? And I'm just, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, no, but if I have the ability to give, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it freely. And mm-hmm. so I felt incredibly fortunate and incredibly blessed to be able to do something for someone else. Um, and I think that 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 is a form of gratitude that I like to express on a daily basis, even if it's offering kind words or I notice that I'm put in a lot of positions where I meet people, mm-hmm. maybe I only meet them once. Um, But I meet people or I interact with people where I can tell that I was supposed to meet this person to say whatever it is that I was meant to say, whether that's like a one-time conversation or conversations over time. And that is a blessing because it may not be a material thing that I'm giving to them, but it is a form of a blessing. And it's not necessarily my words that are coming out of me that I'm giving to them. And I'm aware of that. And I can tell because they mm-hmm. don't, it doesn't necessarily feel like my words, if that makes sense. It just like yeah. kind of spills out. And so, but as a form of like everyday gratitude, it's like getting up every morning, saying that prayer every morning, regardless of what's happening, um, being present when I'm doing it and not just saying it. And like a lot of times I find that people only want to give gratitude when things are going great. Like, oh, thank God, you know, but then the moment, you know, shit hits the fan, so to speak, you can't express that. You just want to be angry and you want to, you know, Mm -hmm. be mad and you want to curse the world out and everything like that. And cry and I can understand that from like a human perspective of how we can be like that but also I understand that you woke up and you can breathe you can open your own eyes you can move your hands you can move your toes there are people that have to wake up and they can't do that they have to get assistance to breathe they have to get assistance to move a pinky finger. And I'm able to wake up every single morning and do that on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm wa- able to wake up every single morning with a roof over my head, food in my fridge. I have healthy children. Like I am in- incredibly blessed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just like those things are the things that people have to give gratitude for. Breathing on your own. Breathing at all. Shit give gratitude for that and you will start to notice it every day like I said before every day you find more and more and more things to be grateful to where you get to the point where your life is just an existence of peace and thankfulness regardless of what is going on and it's like it's like an anchor um, that I think I've used this reference before where it's like you know when you drop an anchor in the water when you're on a boat the boat may shake it may shimmy, 
but that joint ain't going nowhere. Like it's staying there because the anchor is there. And once you have like that foundation and that grounding in your gratitude and, and then kind of like your relationship, that sustains you through anything, through any storm. And that's what it's like for me for everyday gratitude. Yeah, all great points, all great points. Um, I know we were also discussing a little bit earlier, like that that attitude of maturity, spiritual maturity. And thinking back on some of the things that you said, like it does become sometime very easy for a lot of people, especially when they're not grounded, um, to, to lose sight of that. And it makes me question like when we lose that gratitude, when we lose that grounding, and then we become in that mind state of, oh, you know, I'm lacking this and I don't have that, or I'm not here yet. Like, I want to say like, those should be the times where we really do bring up the things that we are thankful for, but it, it becomes, it becomes daunting. It becomes hard. And I guess it really does kind of wrap around perception and how you see things and how things kind of look in your, you know, mind's eye. Cause if you feel that you're always in this constant state of lack that you don't have, or, you know, you're missing out or you're not thankful for what you do have, it, it, it's, it becomes, it becomes so hard to flip it around and to flip that perception. And I guess, I guess more so the question is how, do we strengthen that perception? How do we strengthen that spiritual maturity in a sense for those who feel like they lack? Because I know for me, doing that process, it took some work. It, it definitely took, it, it took months, maybe to a year of knowing the things that I didn't have, knowing the, knowing the place that I'm not at, but feeling and finding my you know, joy and contentment in what I do have. And that helped me in the process of being like, you know what, I don't have, because when I was going through the thick of it, like I didn't have money coming in and I didn't have, um, you know, things were falling to the wayside, like payments were late, things, bills piling up. But I was thankful for the moments of those little obscene joys of seeing seeing old people smile and and just having contentment and like, hey, I'm here. And even though I'm going through the rough of it, something's going to change. Something's going to happen. Something's going to flip. And just kind of being motivated in that and being motivated in that, you know, just joy that the world can't take away from me. So mm-hmm. what, are, what, what are some daily practices that, that you would recommend for listeners to, to kind of find that strength again? All right. So this is a kind of like a multi-part question. Mm-hmm. So I've, you know, gone through the same exact thing, especially like as a single parent, definitely have gone through that same exact thing. And what I couldn't say, like realistically and not some spiritual woo-woo stuff mm-hmm. um, is, first of all, you have to get rid of the worldly mentality, mm-hmm. get, get rid of comparison, get rid of the past, get rid of the future, get rid of your perception of time because you are existing in right now and right now is all that you have. It's nothing wrong with having goals and having plans for a future. It's nothing wrong with that. 
but you can't worry about what you did because you can't change it in the past. And you can't worry about a future that didn't happen because you didn't get there yet. You can just worry about now. You can focus on what you can control in a situation and what is out of your control. And that was a hard lesson for me to learn is to not stress over things that I can't control and to completely surrender to God to those things that I could not control. And it was like a, for a long time, I used to have this post-it note in my room that says surrender and trust. Mm-hmm. And like I legit had to read that thing every single day because it was like when you're going through something and like you said like when the bills are piling up and the payments are late that's a lot of stress and at the end of the day we're still humans and we're going to feel those stresses and those stresses have real life consequences and so I'm just like I know that through God anything is possible so why am I sitting over here stressing Mm -hmm. like you really have to find that trust in God you really and it's hard especially if you're a person that does not like depending on others Mm -hmm. it is hard even though that other is a supernatural being it's still hard it doesn't change the fact because it's just like okay I can't pay anything and you're just telling me to say okay all right you know it's what it is and it's just like that's like that's a very that's a very hard concept to grasp as a human because it's just like what do you mean like I gotta do this I gotta do that I gotta do this and it's just like no you just need stillness Mm -hmm. you just need stillness you just need to really give that over to God like when I tell you like there was so many times I don't know how the hell I managed to pay everything still had money to bang still was able to take my kids places still paid everything I have no idea how I did it like literally none I just was like okay I'm not stressing about it told God like listen can't do it listen here we go here's my issue (laughs) <laughs> I lied to you not like two days later, mysteriously got a check, mysteriously got a direct deposit, mysteriously somebody owed me money that I forgot about. Like legitimately just, oh yeah, that's right. You already, you made a double payment on this like two months ago. So we credited it to your account again. Like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, what? Like, and it's just like, and, and I started to notice Like, yo, this really, this really is like the thing. Like, all I have to do is just tell God and and it's it's done. Bet, Mm -hmm. bet. (laughs) But at the same time, it's just like you, it takes a while to get there. It takes a while to get there. And you have to be patient with yourself. And you really, really, really have to learn how to let go of that mindset of oh this is where I'm supposed to be at a certain age this is where I'm supposed to be making money this is what my parents think I should be doing this is like let it all go let it all go don't worry about nothing you did in the past don't worry about the future that didn't even happen yet just focus on the now because you you may not even wake up tomorrow and you know that's not my wish for anybody but you know, that shit's reality. Yeah, so it's just true. like, it doesn't mean like you have to, you know, live reckless, like go jump off the side of a bridge because tomorrow may not be promised. But at the same time, you know what I mean? It's just like, be mindful of that and don't worry about the future so much. And that's something that I always worried about. And and it, it took me a long time to just, you know, say to the universe, like, hey, this is what I want and believe it was actually going to happen. Mm. 
and like mm. now it's just like I'm like okay I want this and then it happens and if it doesn't happen I'm not mad because I know that it wasn't meant for me true and so yeah. you know it that, that's it I hear you I hear you and I think I think sometimes <clears throat> on a on a on a realistic stage when people are going through that process and learning how to, you know, surrender and give trust, I think sometimes what happens for them, because I know it happened to me, especially like the things that we want and the things that we desire, like when we don't have them, we feel like we're messing up. We feel like things are going off the rails and, you know, the train is just going to collide into something yet sometimes that is the greatest saving grace that we could have because those things and those desires that we want and we're running after and we're searching for when they aren't provided to us for unknown reasons sometimes that's the greatest saving grace because perhaps what if we had it and then we didn't know what to do with it or what if we had it and then things all exactly and things go all crashing down to the wayside once it you know appears in your hands so it's like I think some I think most times that when you get to that spiritual maturity of all things that I have are for me and all things that are coming to me shall come to me like when when you're in that kind of mindset then you're like you're it's you're not just walking with gratitude but it's like you have gratitude within you know and, yeah yeah and it, and it emits mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's a it's a constant state and it's just like like what you said like when you when you're starting off in the beginning like it's really rocky to be able to get to that point of um just realizing because we may think oh well this is something that that like I really 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 want but what we really 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 want is not always the best thing that's for us Mm -hmm. and also what we really really want could be based on worldly perspectives and we may not even realize it so it's just like being cognizant of what we ask for is very important so like I'll give you an example Mm -hmm. before when like at the very beginning of my journey I would say that I was more so asking for things that I wanted right Mm -hmm. and I was wondering why when I got some of those things that I wanted things didn't work out the way that that I thought it was going to work out or if I didn't get it I wonder why I didn't get it right Mm -hmm. and then so you know, as, as time went on and things changed and I started, ha, you know, the, the light click that things that are not for me are not, are not going to come to me. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just started saying, if, if it's for my highest and greatest good, send it to me, if not, keep it away from me, basically. So now Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't necessarily say like, let's say if it's a car that I want, right. I would never say, Oh, give me this specific car. I would say more like, you know, I would like this car and if it's in my highest and greatest good, if I'm able to be of service to other people and be of service to myself, then, then, you know, send it my way. But if not, then that's, thank you. Thank you in advance. (laughs) And I'll be, and I'll be waiting around, you know, for, for, for the car that I'm supposed to get. Cause clearly that one that I just asked for ain't for me. And I don't take it any kind of way. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm not like, oh, well, why is it? Why am I not getting the car? Like, no, it's not, that is, it's not even like a 
thought that even crosses into my brain as to why, you know, like why I'm not getting that. And it's not, it's not to say that sometimes I don't have those moments where I kind of feel like, like I'm kind of like relapsing almost sometimes. Um, But then like, it's, it's, it's being aware that I'm relapsing where I'm just like, Oh, hold on, sis, pull it back, get it together. What are you talking about? What are you doing? Um, But that also comes with time. So just like being patient with yourself, that's important. Um, You know, just consistently remembering that you don't have, I think that's another big thing. Like we don't have anyone to impress because that's where a lot of our like desires and wants come from and being disappointed that we are not getting it is because sometimes we don't really desire those things. We we want those things because other people want these things for us or they tell us that this is what we should have. But in actuality, we don't even know why we want them. Like if you ask somebody, oh, well, why do you want this, you know, 15 bedroom house, 20 bathrooms? Who, they have no explanation. Yeah, you, you don't have, I just, I just want it. Then you really don't, you don't want it then. If you can't tell me why you want something, you don't want it. If you don't, if you can't tell me how this can not only benefit you, but benefit others. And, and people, some people may say, oh, well, that's stupid. Well, why would you constantly think about others when about your life? They're not thinking about you, but that's the thing. Like, I'm not worried about what somebody's not thinking about me because I can't control their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I can't control what type of person they are, but I I can control my thoughts. I can worry about the type of person that I am, the type of person that I want to present to the world, the type of person I want to be for other people. And I want to be someone that is of service to other people. So when I pray for blessings, for whatever it is that I want, those blessings are not just for me. Those are for the people around me for even if it's just, you know, having an extra bedroom just in case, you know, someone is in need of that or having extra money. So that if someone is in need of that or extra food or just anything, you know, that I can use to help some, you know, help somebody else out. I want to make sure that I'm being in service of someone else, a skill that I have that I'm able to share. You know what I mean? Like it's always something and just being consistent in that and not letting the world define me and the world tell me what I'm supposed to be, do, want, give, all of those things. It helps form this like unshakable kind of like grounding. And it, it is a health, a very healthy place for gratitude to live and to grow and be like this strong tree in your life that you can always go back to no matter what. So no matter if I'm at the tippity top top of, you know, life is awesome. Life is I'm flying high or whether life is super low and I'm just like, oh, man, everything is, you know, going to hell. And blah, blah, blah. I have that tree there. That tree is not going it's rooted, it's planted, it's grounded. I can always go back to it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, that's a, like a beautiful place to exist in. And I'm, I, and I'm grateful for that. Like even that I'm grateful for. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, I was thinking about like the last little bit that you said, and it reminds me of, um, reminds me of a quote it's better to sing and praise in hell than to be quiet in heaven. 
And like, if you can have gratitude in hell, like you've mastered the game. You've, <laughs> you, you've reached the echelon of what gratitude is because I think so often God, the universe, however you want to chalk it up. I mean, we are creations of God. We are creations of the universe. So technically we are children and it's hard for a child to have gratitude and thanks when you're immediately spoiled and you're immediately in this energy of me, 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 want, want, want. And I don't even know why I want it. I don't even know why it's in my brain. I saw it on the TV and TV, the lights were flashing at me and it said, buy it now. So I'm going to ask mom and dad for the credit card so they could buy it for me. But it's like, when you actually know why you want things, when you actually have the, the conscious ability to say, hey, you know, if I'm provided this and I can provide back to others and not just do for myself and do for the community around me or yeah. be of a helping hand of assistance with this uh, whatever item now that you want to, you know, place that means so much more and I believe really that's what God and the universe is looking out of humanity for anyway because the way that I see it we're I don't want to use the word tool but we are definitely like we are God's hands or the the universe's hands in a sense of providing blessings and doing things and being of service and being of help so when we are able to do those things and show that gratitude and thankfulness of being like, man, you know, I'm just thankful of being a part of your play. And I'm thankful for being, you know, just a a piece of the cogwheel in all of these moving parts Yep. and making things happen. It's a beautiful place to be. And I feel also that it's like, because I know it's like with positive and negative energy, there's also a quote that says, the limbs of the tree cannot be mad at the roots because the roots take away and the roots can't be mad at the limbs of the tree because they provide fruit. It's all necessary. It's all needed in each and every sense of of the step in the process. So it's like the way that I look at it, the tree is just great. It's just grateful for existing. The tree is just grateful for having that sunlight. The tree is grateful for having the nourishment from the ground that's provided and you know the rain from the sky and all of these things that make the tree what it is and i feel that it also really takes stepping out of your comfort zone it takes that cognitive ability to say hey you know what yeah the ship is down but i don't have to look at it that way i don't have to perceive it in a bad sense i can look at it for well why did the ship get a hole in it and why is it sinking now and how can i you know patch that hole in the ship or when i get a new ship i can take better care of it so it doesn't happen again when we look at things through a lesson and with that kind of lens and that perception it changes everything it changes everything all facts and I know we just hit our 30 minute mark viewers and listeners and everybody in between we always thank y'all for being with us but we're going further into this we're gonna pull you know we're just gonna pull the whole sheet back (laughs) look at everything (laughs) so we're going further into gratitude so what remarks do you have Tamara on like how can we be in that perception more often 
So something that you said just reminded me of that when you said um, about like the ship and the hole and doing better the next time. Like growing up, um, my mom didn't teach us anything about finances or how to manage them or credit or anything like that. So, you know, I had to find out the hard way. Mm-hmm. And the older I got, um, I, I kept wondering why everything else in my life seemed to be going great, but this one particular area, like I just could not get it down. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it never hit me that because of my upbringing, it was like I was kind of born with a mindset of lack. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. I wasn't aware of that. And so once I changed my perception Mm -hmm. of my situation, I started noticing that money wasn't even a worry. Mm -hmm. I never asked for money. I asked for what I needed to be done. However that needed, however that would be done. Mm -hmm. I need to, you know, make sure that I take care of my family, make sure we have a roof over our heads. Never asked for the money. I I never felt like I I was just, yeah, like I, I, I lacked it. I was just... Once I got to that point, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like you said, like it's perception. And so I started to realize the only reason why I had, you know, this feeling like money was my only problem in life. Like I just, like, it was the only thing that kept going wrong was my perception and my mindset on it. Because money is just an energy. You either repel it or you attract it. Mm -hmm. And so when I changed my mindset about what, what I think I deserved, what I, I don't, I don't even know like the real, like, I can't even really break down the words on how I perceive money. Like it's not even, I don't know. Like, it's just, I'm trying to think of the words and, and I I really can't think of it because it's not like, I don't think about money like money. I think about it. Like, it's just like this thing that, you know, you have and you, you, you pay the bills and you, and you do the things and, and then that's it. And then poof, who cares about it? But I don't, I don't attach it to anything now. And I, yes, that is the thing. I don't attach it to anything. So my perception on it has completely changed. So whether I physically have it or don't physically have it, it doesn't make a difference because it's not really real in a way. You know what I mean? It's not... It's not inaccessible. I know that I can, if there's money out there, I can get it anytime I want. I just got to ask for the things that money provides. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And so um, for me, it was that lesson right there of, of learning how to change that perception in my mind. And that was one of the biggest lessons that I had learned because that was one of my struggles for, or I thought it was one of my struggles for so long. And then once like that mindset changed, it changed my perception on so much because then I started reevaluating the way I thought about everything, mm-hmm. everything in my life. Like, well, maybe this is the perception. Like even when it came to like my parents, cause I, you know, I don't, I've told you before, I like, I don't have relationships with either one of them. And mm-hmm. so it went from a place of, I remember when I used to be really angry with my parents and then like, particularly with my mother, I know that I just realized from a very young age, but as I got older, I'm not angry anymore. And it's just because I can't be like, I, I can't expect her to be someone that she wasn't meant but she wasn't supposed to be to me. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay with the mother that she was right. 
Like, I'm okay with, do I think she could have been better? Yes. But that's kind of even a splintered thing because it's just like, I think that she can be better, right? But in actuality, she was how she was supposed to be. Be anyway, right? Yes. And so it's just like, it's this peace with that. Like, I'm okay with that. And it's not coming from a place of anger or like, you know what? I'm just going to let this go. I'm just, you know, like that fake type of forgiveness. Yeah, I I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's not even like that. It's just like, it's accepting of it. And then just realizing that, hey, you know what? You are you were never the parent that I needed you to be. And that's okay. And maybe you did the best that you could. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that you have to then try and be like this daughter of the year and, and hang out and all these other things. It just means like you just accept, you just accept that. And it changes your perception, it changed my perception on my mother. It changed my relation. It changed my perception on my relationship with women in general. Because when I had that resentment there for her, I noticed that me forming close relationships with females was extremely hard and very negative. But once that perception changed in my mind, it changed my relationship with other females. Uh, gotcha. And gotcha. so like I'm very grateful for that. So it's it's those like you were saying, like it, it has a lot to do with perception of us not thinking that everything is against us or the world is against us and, and thinking about it very like it's like thinking outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know what? There's this situation. Let me step back. Has this situation occurred before? What is it that I'm not learning? that I should be learning now and take that lesson from that and move forward. And if you have to repeat it again, that means you didn't learn something. So don't get mad. Don't get frustrated. Take notes, journal, figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Change your perception on how you're interpreting the problem in your life, because it's really not a problem. It's really like God saying like, okay, so you didn't get it this time. So I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to do this a couple more times. Hopefully you get it because like, I don't know how many times I can change this scenario around, but uh, (laughs) I want to take notes this time, refer back to the last time and see, you know, see see where the mix up was. And it's just like, as human beings, our first thing is to, to like take offense or to be hurt or to, you know, like be in our emotions and not saying there's anything wrong with being your emotions because I mean, I, basically like live there but at the same time it's just like I know how to step back from a situation and look at it from like a why I hate to use the word victim but kind of like that Mm. you know victim mentality yeah mentality of why is this happening to me why is everything falling apart when you change that shit to to be like oh well I just got fired today because Kevin is a jerk I really wasn't moving up in the company anyway. And I'm about to get this job where can make him way more money, be able to pay, you know, make, you know, take care of my family better, help more people out, you know, bring other people that I know that are talented on board. Like it completely changes the situation. Like even in, even in me saying that, you can hear the difference of right. negative thought. Oh, I just got fired. How am I going to pay this? Oh, it's about to be lit. I'm about to get on another plane. I'm about to go on vacation while I'm on a little appointment talking to another job. I'm about to get it. I, you know, it's about to be good. Da, 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 da. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, 
it's a complete mindset change. And it's just like, it's so simple that it's hard because we don't think, we don't think like, oh, shit can be this good. No, shit can really be this fucking good. You, you mm-hmm. just, it, it just, it's just a mindset change. Like, even if you like ever watch any of those like um, videos where you hear like these billionaires talking and stuff like that, they're always talking about mindset changes. Always. Yeah. Oh, every single one of them are talking about mindset change because that is what it is. It's a complete mindset change you can i can literally have nothing and still be completely grateful i can have everything and be completely grateful it's not going to change my level of gratitude it's not going to change my level of happiness of being alive and seeing my kids like that shit's not going to change based on what i have and what i don't have what's going my way perceivably going my way and not what's not going my way and like i said that takes time to get to that point because it damn sure took me time but it just starts with the little things. It starts mm-hmm. with checking in with, with your thoughts on a daily basis. It starts with, oh, you know what? Oh, I didn't get these pair of sneakers that I wanted this weekend. Or not even that, like, when people feel like, oh, I have to try and do something real quick before someone else gets it. If you feel you like you got to do that, then it's not for you. Mm-hmm. If, it's for you if it's for you, you won't get it. No matter you can want the newest Jordans and it could be 20 million people outside their line waiting, but somehow you got them. Like ass got them. <laughs> you were supposed to get them. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't get them, don't be, don't be stressed. It just wasn't for you at that time, baby. Yeah. It just was not for you at that time. And we need to learn how to accept that, that some things are for us and some things aren't and be grateful of those things either way. Yes, yes, yes. Preach, preach. Oh man, like a lot of what um a lot of what you were saying, it reminds me of that of this one incident. Me, my mom, and my dad, we had uh I was young and I think my cousin was there too. We had went to Disney World for like the first time and I remember like it was our last day there and I'm bugging and I'm sad and I don't want to leave Disney World for nothing. You know what I mean? And I remember, I remember my mom had took me to the side and she was all like, okay, so, so what is going on? Like, why are you crying? And I'm like, well, this is the last day. She was all like, well, you can either cry about it or we can have the best day here ever. Yeah. And, and I was yes. like, wow. I was like, you know what? You're right. You're right. I, I don't have to cry about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, wiped up that snot nose, <laughs> got, <laughs> got on the rides, took a bunch of pictures. And we was living life. And yeah, like that perception, having a keen, honest, but knowing perception. Mm-hmm. I think that's like one of the highest levels of spiritual maturity that you can reach because it takes that. It takes looking at a evident problem. Like, yes, this is a problem, fact, but seeing a solution within it seeing a way out knowing that you don't have to stay there knowing that it doesn't have to be the world crashing down you know and um i do want to read this lyric by this uh awesome uh guy i think his name is Landrelli. y'all check him out because he sounds like kendrick lamar but it sounds like the music the music basically sounds like guided meditation so like you mix that kendrick lamar with guided meditation that's pretty awesome but on he has the song called gratitude and this lyric he wrote it goes 
Gratitude is the fruit of life, the nourishment of the soul when there is no food in sight. Mm-hmm. When your vibrations are low and you feel blue inside, gratitude is the attitude that gets you through the night. Never believe in lack or limitations. Anything can be manifested with a little appreciation. All facts, all facts. And those are yep. things that, yes, they seem daunting to incorporate in everyday living, whether it's physical, spiritual, but with that mindset change, with that elevated perception of, yes, this is a problem, but let me look for the solution. Let me find the solution. Let me learn the lessons. Let me figure out why I'm going through it so I don't have to go through it once more. Like when you're able to flip those things and not play the victim and not play, oh, you know, the one that wants to just sit and sulk in the corner and say, well, it's happening to me, but why is it happening to you? Let's figure it out. Let's yeah. let's let's take it for what it's worth. And, Not even and, to you, for you. Why is it happening for me? For yes, we've been saying you. that like yes. <laughs> we've been saying that like for months now. <laughs> With, but I but I love that statement. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Yes. Yes. And it's so it, true. it changes your entire perception because it's just like it's like oh this is happening for me. Okay, what's the benefit? Mm-hmm. Like you 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 like when someone says oh I got something for you. you well, depending on how they say it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like depending on how they say it, you just like ooh like when you like when your parents say to you like oh I got a surprise for you when you get home from school. Like that surprise, depending on how they say it, it could be a surprise ass whooping or it could be like a surprise, like a toy. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to check for the tone. Yeah, you got to check for that tone. But, you know, with, with spirit, when it's just like something for you, it's just, you know, it, it can kind of have that same thing. Like, all right, like, let me, let me suit up. Cause I'm about to, you know, I'm about to go through some things, but that's okay. That's okay. Because I'm going through all of these things for a reason. Like I know I went through being broke because my mindset was in that, in that lack. And I also know that I went through phases of up and down income because God was trying to prepare me for the blessings that I had coming so that when I got those blessings, I would know how to handle them. I wouldn't spend unwisely. I wouldn't jack up my credit. I wouldn't live beyond my means. All of those lessons that I, that I learned, I learned them for now. Exactly exactly and it's just present. like you know what i'm saying like it's just like thank you like you know so now it's like even when i'm like stressed out like i could literally be stressed out to the point where i'm crying and i'll still be saying my little gratitude prayers every morning mm-hmm. every morning and it, it, it don't matter because i know like I, okay you know we going through this right now but i still got you and i know you, that you still got me no matter what i know that you're not going to abandon me no matter what and so we're we going to get through this thing together. And after, after them lessons come them blessings. So what's, what's good? What's good? I'm, I'm waiting on them. I'm waiting on them. Yep. Ready to get, re- ready yes. to get out. Ready she ready. Just, she, just, she ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so it's just like, I think, you know, like perception is the biggest thing. Like, and the perception also goes along with that. What I was saying earlier, you know, rolling it back to the very beginning of the episode, fake it until you make it. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to understand what's happening. Oh yeah. 
you're not and so it's just like I know I don't understand what's happening sometimes but I know that it's happening for a reason that that is going to be beneficial to me I do know that so it's just like I know that God wouldn't do anything to to harm me right even if I got into an accident you know God forbid and I got paralyzed I'm some that that happened for a reason yeah. I may not understand it at the time, but that happened for a reason. Like I remember like early, early on, even before I really got into spirituality and I used to be so upset with God because like I have a, a like a real soft spot for people with like disabilities and like kids and like that are sickly and stuff like that. And so I would be so mad and like not understand like kids that are like two and three years old with like leukemia and stuff like that. And then I remember I would ask like, you know, people at the church, because at that time I was a kid, so I had to go to church. Like, why were little kids, why would God make these little kids suffer like this? And I remember that I was told that their families must have did something. And now the curse got passed down to them. And I would think like, God is so mean like why would he make that innocent child suffer and then they would tell me well no nobody is innocent you're born a sinner and I never understood that because I'm just like how could a baby be born a sinner like they didn't get a chance to even do anything yet and then as like you know as like I got into spirituality I started learning about like past lives and hermetic debt and I started thinking well maybe that's it right and maybe that's why and that still bothered me that still bothered me because I'm thinking about this baby this physical being the suffering and then as I went further along into my studies it was more so like this incredible spirit came here and maybe they were only here for two or three months Maybe they bought people together. Maybe they bought a disenfranchised family back together. Maybe they, maybe they cause um, the medical community to come up with a solution for a particular cancer or childhood illness or a cure or something like that because they were willing. This spirit that that so signed a contract to come back to Earth came here for this specific purpose. And I have to respect that. And I have to honor that. I can be sad. I can, I can hate to see the suffering. But at the same time, I'm not just looking at that child or that baby as a baby anymore. I'm also looking at child or that baby as a spirit that is here, that came here knowingly, knowing what it was going to go through, knowing that it had a purpose and it was higher than what we understand it to be and that can be hurtful especially like when you're a parent going through that it's hard to think like that because all you see is your child suffer and as a parent that is the worst thing that you can well one of the worst things that you can experience is seeing your child suffer and you can't do anything to help them that is the worst feeling and you it really really takes a shift in your mindset to say something if you lost one of your children and say something like I understand why you had to leave this way or I don't understand why you had to leave this way but I know that this was for a reason I know that you went back for a reason I know that you fulfilled your contract 
or whatever it was, or even if the death was like your kid got like stabbed to death or something crazy. And those types of things on a mortal level are very hard to comprehend. And they're very, it's going to take some time and healing and therapy, but on a spiritual level, I can disattach my human emotions and understand that. And it was those stages that I went through that got me to this point where no matter what is happening, I have complete and utter trust in God. Mm. No matter what, shit may get shaky, right? It may get shaky. I may be like, all right, all right, I'm going to need some, I'm going to need some backup. (laughs) I'm going to need some backup. I'm going to need some dreams. I'm going to need some something because- You know, I mean, I know I'm a spiritual being, have a human experience, but my experience is human right now. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, you say that you can only, you'll give me only what I can bear. Well, I can't bear it no more. So I'm, I'm going to need you to come through. I'm going to need you right. to pull up. And, <laughs> and I can't like, and don't be ashamed to tell God that it's too much. Yeah, Because a lot of times people feel like, Oh, I'm gonna just keep taking. Oh, I'm gonna just keep taking. No, tell God. Like, listen, I fully respect that you think that I'm this strong, but let me tell you, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I, I'm not. And um, I'm gonna need you and Gabe and all the other ones <laughs> to pull up because I need y'all help. Yeah, and and there's no shame in asking for no. the help. There, there's no shame in going to God and and just just being fully frontal honest like hey this load is too much for your child to bear yeah like show me how i can lighten this load like show me how i can evolve and turn this around and there's no shame in that like there's no shame in asking forgiveness for things that have been done you like it i i think i think so often we as human beings since we forget so much about spirit it's like we forget that God is actually a living, breathing part of us as well, like within our mind, within our soul, within our just essence of being, that we can turn within ourselves and say, God, this is too much. Like, show me how to remove this. Show me how to make this situation better. But I think that's like one of the greatest things I'll ever take from my grandma is that she had mentioned to me like at a young age, and especially like when my mom had died and the weirdest thing, like my mom died on my grandma's birthday. So oh, wow. like one of the greatest things my grandma has ever told me was like, you know, God does no wrong. It's like, we don't know why he took your mom. We don't know why the Lord took Sue, but for some reason, and there is a reason in it that mm-hmm. that happened. And you know, it's like the pain doesn't go away. It, it doesn't, it, it evolves. You know, you you become more, I guess, I don't want to say numb or used to it, but yeah, like the pain does evolve. It doesn't go away, but it doesn't, like you mentioned, it does not change the fact of gratitude that I have, the, the, the thankfulness that I have for my life, her life, you know, the lives around me, the lives of you, my friends, you know, people because I don't I don't friend a lot of people so Myra like you in that circle you family (laughs) so it's like I'm thankful for those that I know those that I don't even know those I have not met yet thankful for the listeners thankful for y'all so it's like yeah 
even though I go through pain and that's a part of this human experience, it does not change. It does not misshapen the thankfulness that I have within. And I think just like you mentioned earlier, yeah, that ship is going to shake. That ship is going to rattle, but it's stuck. It's there. It's anchored and be anchored in gratitude, be anchored in thankfulness, you know, and that's going to help you move throughout this life. Any last final statements for you? Um, I mean, the, the, I guess the last thing that I would say would just be to practice little, little bits of gratitude every day. Um, like I said, even if it's just saying thank you, because I know for me, that's how it started. Thank you for letting me wake up and, and open up my eyes and, and, and like wiggle my toes and move my fingers. And that's how it started. And then like, it just progressed. And it's just like, it, it's like this buildup of just, I, I, I can't even describe the feeling. I guess it would be like, like when church, like when people are in church and they get very like filled with just like joy and you see them like shoot up out of their seats and they're just like mm-hmm. clapping and crying. And then just like, they're just totally just like immersed in this, like this joy that is just profound. Mm-hmm. That's, that is the feeling that you can get to. And it's just like, when when I feel that building, it's just like I can feel myself being filled up. And I'm just like ecstatically grateful to the point where sometimes I even cry because I'm just like so grateful for literally like everything in my life, just mm-hmm. everything in my life and everything that is, you know, like all the blessings that are coming, all the lessons that are coming. I'm even grateful for those. And, you know, just like getting to that point and um, like I said, it doesn't have to be anything big and extra and exotic. It could be small things. It could be, you know, grateful that somebody bought you a cup of coffee that morning. Like it, it literally can be anything. And um, just notice the, 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 the changes that it starts to make in your life because it will. And, yeah. and like, that's a promise. Webster facts. Webster yeah. facts, I tell you. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, well, I believe that was... Such a beautiful statement, and I think that is the perfect closing statement for this episode. We appreciate y'all, the viewers, the listeners, for tuning in with us. As always, check us out. Let us, you know, let us know what you like about the show. Give us some feedback. Like, also, hey, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your grandma, tell tell your dog. Your dog will listen to us. Like, you know, you got the pets in the house. <laughs> But yeah, we appreciate y'all tuning in with Spiritual Advisory. This has been Marcus and Myra concluding, and it's a wrap. (laughs) Yo, thank you.